<laughs> well, that's a good start to a podcast. Hi, everybody. Another Friday night podcast. Another pissed off couple of ladies right here. It's me and Erin. Hi, Erin. Hello. Okay. Yes, again, it, it seems like uh, Friday is our impromptu. Well, shit, let's do another podcast right now kind of thing. Yeah, everything seems to come to head at the end of the week. Either that or I think like during the week we hold it, we hold it, we gather all the information and then by the weekend we're about to explore it and it's like, all right, let's get another podcast. Yes. So anyway, what are we, oh yeah, let's turn off our phones so we don't have any noise going. Um, what's, um, <laughs> what are we pissed off about today? Well, I would say it's the um, realization that a clinic is coming to the River Island area. I'm not going to say Springville because it's not in the town area, correct? Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry, I just got a text from Debbie and she said, are you home? I said, come on in and join the podcast. So we'll see if Debbie joins us in a second. Um, but yeah, um, basically Family Healthcare Network has apparently been working for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Two, wow. right? Right, two years wow. on that. Right, we did not know that. We did not know that. And then someone... Uh, asked me last week, hey, is it true that Family Health Care Network? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then we had it confirmed by the county because they put a, a building permit request in. And we're like, wait, what? Uh, so why are we really concerned about this clinic? Apart from the oh. fact that there is already a clinic in Springville. But regardless right. of that, why are we so against which you can read in, obviously, but why are we so against this clinic? I think everybody's first comments on our social media pages were, wait, how are you going to get water? <laughs> because funnily enough, they will be under lovely Deloro Water Thank Company. Thank you, Deloro. Again, again, <laughs> again. So, okay, so let's start with the press release because that will be kind of, and then yes. and we'll take it from there. So we sent out a press release. How long ago was that? This a couple was on of the days 15th, ago? Okay. On the 15th. All right. We object to the construction of a health walk-in clinic at River Island. Other than the large amounts of water needed to sustain a clinic setting, water quality is a major health concern, especially for the medically compromised patients visiting a clinic. They will be expecting a healthy and hygienic environment. How will a clinic compare? comply with water shortages and subpar water quality while trying to maintain sterile operatories. Allowing this facility will open the possibility of a variety of potential lawsuits to Family Healthcare Network and to those who allowed this to be built knowing the concerns. Furthermore, the entrance and exit from River Island onto Highway 190 is already difficult. Yep. Allowing this extra traffic is an invitation to disaster. Not only is parking an issue, as the parking lot is private property of River Island Golf Course, but also how safe are the local homeowners going to feel with the numerous strangers entering their neighborhood, parking by their homes? Golfers have always felt safe going into the clubhouse for lunch after a round. Will this still be the case if a clinic opens across the street? Furthermore, workers are already freely with no limit and at no charge filling their trucks with water from the spigot yeah yeah let me stop you right there you know that spigot that you went to the other day and you filled up your clear clean yeah, that was blah, our, blah, mm-hmm. blah 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 which was actually had that oily shit coming out of yeah. it yeah so that's right there and um 
So Carmen and I went there and talked to uh, the guy who was there. Super nice guy, because they, again, all the sure. workers, all these people, they're really super nice. And so we're like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I've been asked to come and check to see if there's a water line here. And I'm like, well, I see a meter there. I wonder if it needs to be hooked up. And he goes, oh, no, the meter is already hooked up. So I said, now I'm really confused because you have a water. Have you been hauling your water in? And he goes, uh, no, I fill up the truck, but I've been using this picket. And I'm like, who told you you could use that? He said, the company that hired me to just told me to go ahead and use it. And I'm like, oh, he goes, honestly, I haven't used very much. This one only holds 400 gallons. 400 gallons is a lot of water. And besides, you've been there for three days. That's a lot of water for us up here. It right? might not when, be. When you don't have it, it's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. We um, pay a lot. Super nice guy. But um, he said, uh, I've just been told I can use this. And I'm like, I'm really confused. This water has no meter. So did they put a limit on how much you could use? He said, no, they just told me to go ahead and use it. And so, and that's just the beginning. So all the guy was trying to do was find the line, which he did find the line. And then I found out that that line, which actually goes across the property, um, is because the golf course is on both sides of 190, actually takes the water from the river to the other side of the golf course across 190. So that's actually golf course property line, the property mm -hmm. line, literally. Um, so yeah, so already we have that, that we're still in stage five. Yes. We have no water and yet a contractor can just go and at their own leisure use as much water as they please and yes. it's like, you know, you have a lot of pressure here. I would say this is at least 100 PSI. Look, and he opened the speaker for me. And I'm like, uh-huh. Now you've just done that in my house of being all water. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't realize. Obviously, he's not from the area. He doesn't know, right? Right. So. Didn't he mention something about that water also not looking potable? Oh, you're right. Just he did. because that was the water I was told was potable he, yeah, that I he, could use when we were on the boil water. Notice. He he was yes. He he's a, some kind of water expert, and I said, yeah. By the way, that's our drinking water. He goes, well, you don't want to drink that. And I said, well, that's what we were told to drink. He goes, I wouldn't drink that. And he said, I don't have my gadget with me right now to test it because that's not what I came here for. But he said, I sure as I wouldn't drink that. And I'm like, mm, mm. that's what the Laurel told us to drink. Interesting. Um, actually, while we're on this, um, when you came to my house last time, you had just tested your water, right? So yes. EPA level, even though I don't know what those numbers mean, I think safe level of water, and it goes by numbers, is uh, 50, right? Anything between zero and 50, am I correct? Well, that... That measures to where it's like 500. Is. Right, right, right. But I'm yes. saying your gadget... It was like 0 to 100 says this was um, safe? considered safe. Okay, 0 to this 100. This is what you want your right, water right. to be. So you tested your own water first. Yes. And you were around 300. Oh, at that point, yeah, we were close to 400. Close to 400. So then you brought this gadget to my house and you tested my water and I was like close to 500? Yes, but we also tested that water that came from the spigot because that was when we were under the boil water notice uh -huh. that water tested over 700. Right, but then you tested my Culligan. Yes. And they tested like 20, yeah. super safe. Very safe. So my point is we could all have just had a reverse osmosis system and their water would have been safe instead of spending over $9 million on a treatment plant. Right, right. Just, just thought... I thought I I, I throw that out there. Just a little did you just, know. Just, yeah, right? Did you know? <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. So go ahead. Well, I think maybe we should go into the fact that we now have our hands on the 
will serve from Del Oro to okay. Family Hope. Yeah, so what happened was when we heard about the clinic coming to town, um, supposedly opening next June, by the way. Very quick. So very quick. Very quick. I, um, actually, you did. But we sent a public records request to the county yes. going, hello, what have you got? What can you give us? And so next thing we know, we actually got the will serve letter that Deloro mm-hmm. sent and the, is it like the site plan? Is that what you call it? Yeah. The building the, the, plan. That's a, the whole overlay of parking lot plus building. Okay. So let's go with that. Yeah, and we got this really fast from the county, so I do want to thank the county for how Absolutely. quickly. I mean, that was like a very quick turnaround. They are always really quick, and yeah, they they're, are. they're very transparent. So I have to give them that. On November 14th of 2023, Miss Hannah, <laughs> at the infamous or famous, of, I don't know, infamous. Oh, yeah. Did you ever watch um, The Three Amigos? Yes. The infamous is more than famous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The infamous Miss Hannah. So this is for the address at 31954 Country Club Drive. Please be advised that the above reference Which, by the way, parcel, sorry, notice that uh, Miss Hannah says it's in Springfield, but actually that road is Porterville. That I is. I just point that, that out. Please be advised that the above referenced parcel, they give the parcel number located at the address I just mentioned, is within the service area of the River Island Service District and will be served in accordance with the applicable California Public Utilities Commission tariffs, rules, and regulations. Potable water is currently available for normal use, including fire protection. <laughs> okay, what is their idea of normal use? What is their idea of potable water? <laughs> of sending this letter of, for quote-unquote normal use when we're under stage five how can you allow more buildings to well, go so in is stage five normal use in their books uh, <laughs> <for Del Oro laughs> right so anyway so because of that we actually brought a rebuttal um and we sent it to the county because we are claiming that no they do not have enough water by the way um we have just encouraged people um, we've encouraged people to um, get in touch with their representatives and okay sorry uh, there's been a bit of disruption because <laughs> Debbie is here and she just joined us hey Debbie how are you good how are you uh, well uh, what's new same yeah, crap right. different day pissed off with the laurel and we are talking about the rebuttal that we have written to the county about the will serve letter from the Laurel because the Laurel supposedly said they have uh, potable water, which is <laughs> for debatable <normal> for <laughs> normal use, which is ridiculous. So anyway, Erin, you were just about to read what our rebuttal was. Am I correct? Yes. Go ahead. So this was on... And Debbie, we want to hear your comments too. So this was sent on the 16th and... That was okay. yesterday, right? I, yeah, it was. This week feels very long, but yeah, yes, it was, it was just yesterday. yesterday. We strongly feel that this will serve letter is misleading. Deloro claims that potable water is available for normal use. However, we have been on restrictions since July 2023. Just two weeks ago, several several residents had no water at all, and when they got their service back, the water was so contaminated there they were issued a boil water notice. <laughs> okay, so hold on. Were you one of those several residents? I was. <laughs> How did that go? Now, uh, there was um, boil your water or the thing that Debbie loved, right? What was that? Bleach it. Bleach it. Oh my gosh, that's 
right. I forgot you had the bleaching option. The, the bleaching option. And then what was funny was also the fact that people had their oro going on their property without their consent yeah. to their water coming out of their house, even though it was the outdoor speaker, taking samples without their knowledge or consent. They were all caught on camera. And apparently the Laura told them, because I had someone say that they called the Laura and going, what the hell are you doing on my property? Mm -hmm. Well, we picked you as a random site for sampling. And um, so anyway, so without that consent, they just went and got the water to test it. And I think when they put you on board water notice, it was only supposed to be for like three, four days, right? Or something. We got it, I believe, on a Wednesday. And, and I called them right. on that same day because there was some misleading information right. between another notice. And when I called them then, it was supposed to be off and back to normal by Monday. <laughs> which which the, month? Which year? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because it did not happen the following Monday. It wasn't even supposed to be seven days. Now, I realize that's not something what was they it? can was, predict. Was it about two weeks? Yeah, it was two weeks. And I realize that's not something they can predict, and I'm sure they were no, just making No, 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 I am sorry. They could predict it. When you put a big hose on a fire hydrant wow. and allow the builder <laughs> to fill up the trucks full of water when we already, the tanks are already at a low level and we were yeah. already in stage four, you could predict by, the, by allowing the builder to use, what was it that they said, just over five thousand yeah. gallons of water in three days no you could predict that the water level was gonna yeah down. i'll give you that that they could <laughs> Sorry. Uh, they could predict that a hundred percent so and and when they were threatening us with stage six at the same time because that's when they sent the letter saying by noon tomorrow right Correct. we'll be in stage that's, six that's because was, we had used too much water nothing mm -hmm. to do with the builder filling up and by the way we talked to the builder. Was not the builder's fault. No. Nope. Again, once again, money, money, money. Must be funny in this big wide world. Whatever the laurel. Um, because they put a meter there. And then remember, that's when we got the actual uh, email from uh, Nathan Proctor saying, well, you know, they're metered like everyone else. I'm like, my meter is not on a freaking fire hydrant. So no, they're not meters like everyone else. Anyway, I digress. I always digress because there's so much crap And we would have been fine for overuse if our right? if oh we use that much that much water we would have got the letter saying we would have gotten the letter put your little yes. restriction thing on yeah and absolutely that's, yeah it's insane people well, and Debbie, you dying, don't know, so you but... just walked in um when i went to the golf course to talk to the guy that was working there i mean he was sent to work there on their site for the clinic um he was told he could use as much water as he wanted from the speaker that is there it's not metered just go go for it Wonderful. Yeah. So, anyway, sorry. All right, Erin, keep going. Okay. Um, we got there the fact that it was for two weeks. At the moment, we are in stage five conservation, six being the strictest. And this is one of the wettest years we have ever had. Del Oro has been historically unwilling and unable to provide clean, accessible, safe, affordable drinking water to its current residents, and yet they are allowing more and more houses to be built, even though they cannot provide the current residents with enough water. So let me, okay, let me stop you there. So when I was talking to the representative from the county, again, incredibly responsive, he, I, I asked him, like, why can't you put a moratorium on? And he goes, it's not up to us, it's up to the water company. And I'm like, can you please put a building moratorium on? I said, not only this clinic is an issue, Erin, as you know, on your road, it looks like yeah. two more houses are getting ready to go. Yes. To start being built. Two more. Can you believe that, Debbie? It's... Uh, 
The moratorium that was issued years ago was requested from Del Oro. So does Del Oro have to request it? Yes. Okay. But yeah, their board of directors has to vote on it. The county cannot do it. Now, what the county, I'm hoping, is able to do is possibly um, deny a building permit on the basis that they can no longer rely on the Laurel's word on the will serve letter because I think we are proving to the county and to the Department of Drinking Water and to the CPUC and to the world at large that the Laurel is just lying in this letters because they, yeah. they're saying, you know, we've got plenty of water. Well, no, you freaking don't. That's well, we why don't we have potable water. We can't drink the water. We well, and, and that's the one right. Where, we the, do not have potable water. Right. One argument that I made, I'm like, Delora, if you really were, if you were able right now to provide us with potable enough potable drinking water, why are you actually supplying us with bottled water to um, top up? I guess what you can provide us already. I mean, they give us water, so just that by admission, it means they can provide us water through our taps. Correct. So no, you're not willing or able or capable to actually provide us with drinking water, which takes me back. Sorry. So, that, I, I, again, I digress again. But remember when we looked at, when we did another public records request and we had the map of all the wells that the Laurel, remember when I was yes. showing you with that bit? Yes. So what did we notice on the wells um, at the golf course? You remember that, like, there was a legend and it was all dotted and those wells were on the dotted bit? Do you remember what the dotted bit stood for? I do not. Flat plain. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. So these wells, that map that we got was like from 97. They were already in the floodplain. And this is why we keep saying that the Laurel has historically been unwilling and unable. Yes, we flooded. Guess what? You could have guessed we would flood at some point. You were in the floodplain. Since 97, they bought the water system in what year? 98, am I correct? Um, 2008. 2008. 2008, we're in 2023. That made me do the math. Is that 15 years? <laughs> I think that's 15 years, isn't it? Yeah, that's 15 years. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> they had Sounds good. 15 years to drill wells that were out of the floodplain. 15 years. So when we lost those wells, the flood might not have been the Laurel's fault, but our lack of water and the disaster that ensued was totally mm -hmm. Dolores' responsibility because had they moved this one, two, three, four, five, now you can't move a well, but had they not based the majority of their water production on five wells that were three in the flower plain, two in the freaking river already, mm -hmm. this wouldn't have happened. They had 15 years. And it's not like they care about charging us extra to do work. So, right? It's not like they can say we're out of money. No. When if you're out of money, then maybe you pay less dividends. How about that? Uh, also, this this storm that created the flood was predicted a good 14 days in advance. And it just kept getting a bigger forecast. Like it's going to be Massive. a monumental right. storm for California. Ha had they had their emergency plan in place, what they also plan. could have prevented this. What so you plan. had 15 years, two she weeks, one. and you had something to, to you knew this was coming. It right. wasn't just one day she, we woke up know and the river was overflowing. Do you know what's right. really scary? We knew it was coming. You know that we lost the two bridges during the flood? Mm -hmm. 
You know that those have been fixed? Yeah. Faster than the Roros fixed a water situation. They managed to fix two bridges faster than the Loro can fix a water situation. Doesn't that make you think? That's amazing. That's just crazy. Right? That's nuts. Anyway, sorry, keep going. Or are we done with that one? Uh, well, no, we went into how we believe the county should put a moratorium on the new builds until this situation is resolved. And this is an important part of this whole equation. Please also bear in mind that at the moment, the golf course is not using any water as they are close to the public. They are also served by Del Oro. Had they been open, we would have even less than we have now. So we have a huge multi-million dollar business that is revamping itself for this area, which everybody is very excited about to get if, this back, but they are not using water yet. No. So the, I'm assuming that they are watering. So before people say, yes, they are watering, but that's not Del Oro water. The only accounts that they have with Deloro is for the clubhouse, the parking lot kind of area. Everything else is on ditch water or or other wells. I, I mean, they're they, not depending on Deloro they water. They water their their course from Pleasant Valley Canal, right? Which which is our drinking water soon if this treatment plant ever opens. That's also going oh, yeah. to put a strain on that. So Deloro can say back to in a rebuttal to this whole situation, but the treatment plant is going to be up and the running. The treatment plant doesn't we, produce water. We don't. We haven't been able to use that, and we we don't have any sort of. Yes, this is going to fix the problem. Like we so, don't know what's going to happen. See, so this could actually still all fall apart because we don't know. What we don't have a history. Water we're get. The only we history have we history. have with Deloro is that that crap so far. So I think what they should do, even the clinic should say, or the county or whoever says it, or Deloro should have actually the honesty to say, you know what, we think we can provide you with enough clean water in the future. So let us get this plant because the plant, wasn't it going to be ready in October? Oh, yeah. Wasn't it going to be November, ready in November? Then, yeah. Was it going to be ready in, um, wasn't it going to be ready in 2009? I mean, we're in 2018. Nine, then 2018, 18 then 2021. Then they did their presentation and said it would be September 2018. Uh, we're almost in we December 2023. Right. This plant is not up and running. I would say, Deloro, get the plant up and running. They have it running on a dry year for a full year. And if you can then think you have excess water that you can provide another business, then let's revisit this. Mm -hmm. Not right now. We don't have enough water right now. No, and Deloro, you know this. You knew this 10 years ago when you put a building moratorium on. Why that was lifted, I don't know. Oh, I know. Money, money, money. Right. Must but be funny. You're going to lose all of your income if none of us can live here. So all of these houses will just go to crap and you won't have any residents in River Island because people aren't going to live in houses that don't yeah. have water. We don't have water consistently and we don't have potable water. So you have to stop saying that in your letters. Yeah, absolutely. And right. it makes it really hard. And everyone who wants to sell their house here now... We'll have to disclose it. We have to disclose the situation. Oh, John and I have talked about it. We're like, do we stay here? But you have no choice. Sell, right. And <laughs> yeah, so, I don't have a choice. Like now you, can't you, put it on you now feel like you're stuck in your dream home. And I don't want to feel like I'm stuck in my dream home. I love my home. I love where it's located. The neighbors are great. It's quiet. It's dark. It's beautiful. That's why we all moved up here. But they've Water. turned it into a war zone. Mm -hmm. And that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Stop 
allowing more builds. Yes. As I said, I think Debbie and I have counted, I don't even know how many homes have been built since the flood. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never mind in the last two years, since, since the, the flood. flood. Now, <laughs> they are saying, you know, we're no longer in a, a, in a drought, which I guess mm -hmm. for, for residential use, we're no longer in a drought. But if you talk to anyone who deals with agriculture, they will tell you, well, we are still 100%, in a drought. 100% we are still in a but, drought. But regardless, this is the wettest year in the last how many 30 years oh, it's, yeah it's not gonna get much wetter than this so stop if you don't have water now you're not gonna have it when it goes dry again mm -mm. right pleasant valley canal isn't just some sort of like tap we're turning on and there's just water in a bottle, right it's still the Tule river like this little river is not going to provide that much water and i don't know why we everyone it with Delora, it was like, oh, but Pleasant Valley Canal, Pleasant, it's still the Tule River. The ground, well, I mean, the water is what it is. Look at the Tule River now. Oh, it's a trickle. It's just like, yeah. It's I mean, insane. It's not anything. No. Right. Anyway, what else did we write? What else do we look at? Um, um, we did, we did contact our supervisor. Um, oh, Dennis Townsend, yes. Yes. And... I think Dennis is just giving the bog standard thing going right. um, because really uh, because this is zone C2 which is commercial doesn't go to a supervisor vote it's just like they can do it because you can't I mean I find out I, I've read so much again and you know you find out more shit mm -hmm. as you read and I found out you cannot and I, I think that's kind of fair you can't retroactively um, unzone an area right? right so that was done at the time um, and you can't retroactively do it. And um, but I tell you what is upsetting. When we did this press release, we didn't just send it to the county and to the press and to all the residents that we're representing. Which, by the way, um, I think we got more residents. Well, I know for a fact we have more residents in. So I've kind of lost count. Oh, yeah. I think we're about one ninety now. Would you say something like that? Maybe um, we actually sent it to Family Healthcare Network. And we have heard absolutely nothing back from them, not a peep. And you would assume that they don't know, they maybe don't open their emails. However, they have given a statement. We are in today's front, on today's front page of the Portugal Recorder. And um, they have made the comment, and the comment is, we love our community. I'm sorry, Family Healthcare Network, if you loved your community, you will probably, um, how about letting us know? How about, never mind consulting them. Why have you kept this so hush-hush for two years? This has been in the works for two years. Why would you not consult with your community and ask them what your community wants? I also don't understand. This is a walk-in clinic, right? But it's in a spot where there is no public transport, mm -mm. where it's not going to help. The people at the golf course don't want it. They all drive, they're all happy to go somewhere else to get the healthcare. So I'm assuming that they will be probably uh, providing healthcare to the disadvantaged community, which is fantastic. None of us are against that. So why don't you go in an area where the disadvantaged community can actually get to you without being a hindrance to them? You have one in Springville town walking distance for people. That is fantastic. We've all supported Great. that facility. Why would you go in an area 
where people cannot get to you unless they drive. I mean, it just makes no sense. And if they are to drive, they actually, it's easier for people in Springville town because we know the Sequoia don't service, service a lot of people on low income. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, they needed a healthcare facility there. And they still do. So I would say stay there. But if nothing else, there is a bus, which is not very often, I think it's only twice a week, that goes from, Porter, from Springville to Porterville. And where the transit station is, there is a family healthcare network clinic right there. So you are servicing the low income people right now why would you do this to them? And what kind of traffic would that create? I mean, to me, that turning into the golf course, it looks dangerous. Have you, you know, have you tried pulling out? It's incredibly oh, dangerous it's with like, if you go out of Pleasant Oak and head up 190 towards Springville, it, around school time, especially, mm -hmm. the traffic is crazy. People are in a hurry. We've got a ton of trucks going up to Camp Nelson to fix the roads up there from the floods. There's a lot going on and there has been a lot of accidents. Well, that and also that's where um, 190 joins with Fraser Valley. Yes. I mean, it's basic. I mean, it, it's horrendous. What are they going to put lights there? Are they going to put another roundabout? That road is not wide enough no, to accommodate no. anything it, else. It's logging season as well. So you've got oh, all the yes. logging trucks coming down. Right. I mean, you've always got trucks are going. And in the summer, you're going to have tourists and people that want to go and see the mountains. And I mean, it's just insane. It makes no sense. And besides, where would they park? So I know that we saw um, their site plan, floor plan, whatever. Um, can you bring it back up? Um, Let me go back into the email here. I know you said that in the article that the CEO did respond, but I don't remember seeing anything in there that she responded to the water situation. Mm -mm. She didn't respond to us. She didn't respond to the no, water she situation. She, she just made her statements, but there right, was right, right. nothing about... You know, no. acknowledging the water situation no. and what their plan would be or anything. No, and actually, so that. that's the thing. If you look at the site plan, um, it looks like they have what well, the site kind of building plan. I don't know what you call it. It's 40 not. Parking spots. Mm -hmm. There's over forty parking spots. So I'm assuming they're expecting a lot of traffic, traffic, which you know, which is which is an issue. But also, they have multiple rooms, and they have planned for two water meters. Hmm. So they have enough usage to justify two meters. So this this part, so I, I don't know how to read a plan like this. I, I'm gonna assume, because it does seem like a lot of the family health healthcare networks around Porterville are two-story. Now, from what I understand- Can you read if, it, Debbie? Do you know how to read that? If I'm sitting at River Island having dinner, so, You're gonna look at a clinic. That's our view now, or like if we're sitting outside on a patio, should River Island put a patio in the country club? Like the patio will be behind the restaurant, and it would be looking straight at the clinic, not at the well, beautiful house. One ninety is uh, so the zoning is C two, but it's also SC, which is scenic corridor. That's not a scenic corridor. That's quite a view of a vista, isn't it? Like it's the ridiculous. whole beauty of River Island Country Club and Golf Course is the beauty of where it sits. That's why we all moved up here. It's gorgeous up here. The whole beauty of 190 being a scenic corridor is that you look around and you look at those See beautiful <laughs> scenery. See Fancy that? Fancy that? So we, we can't tell if it's two-story. I would assume so because if you actually look at the the lot itself is only so deep and it's only so it's wide. Standard, um, standard design. I think like there's the a picture of it. On yeah. 190 out and here. it's two story. It's two yeah. story. Yeah. So it's gonna block the view from 190, basically. 
onto the golf course. Uh, for a little bit of it, yes, absolutely. Okay, and those homes, those homes that are right there that are not part of the, you know, they're outside of the gate. Right. That's right. right your, that's what they're going to look at. Your view is either the river, if it's running, or a clinic. A clinic. And Family Healthcare Network, none of us have anything against you. Uh, you're a great clinic. I've been there. But this is not the place. And this is certainly not, not the, the time. time. We I'm don't have water to serve you. We we don't. We don't have any extra water to give to you. Because we don't have any water water. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like People have lost thousands of dollars. It's probably in the millions now if we collectively put it all together. Millions of dollars of appliances well, and... Uh, landscaping and yards and it's all and this gone is now medical so you're talking medical equipment you know are they going to be sterilizing I things or doing it. minor surgeries i mean you're taking water that has what uranium in it and Gross you're off, to put I mean, it and making it hot that's like boiling it and you right. can't do that yeah, well, so. I think the argument is going to be, well, the water comes from present Valley Canal and it's not going to have any of that stuff. But we again, don't we don't know. We don't have a history of it. So we know that if it does have any of it in it, we already know from Janice Hannah that that treatment plant is not geared, is not equipped to actually get rid of the uranium and the mm-hmm. nitrate. So if there was any, they wouldn't be able to no. get rid of it. But that's not even it. We don't have enough water for that. Right. We don't have enough water. There's not enough houses. supply. No. And Pleasant Valley Canal is not going to somehow magically fix our problems up here. No. I, I, we really need to stop with that narrative. Right. So um, now, was there something else you wanted to talk about or is this it? I think this is I it. I think that was it. Is there anything you can think of? Well, I think, again, it's, it, it, it makes me really sad that even though we never had anything against Family Healthcare Network. We have reached out to them by letting them know and they have just not even bothered to respond. They haven't been in touch with us and say, hey, you know, listen, it's not as bad as you think. This is what's going to happen. But just in general, if you say we love Springville and we love our community, then Family Healthcare Network, you should have done some outreach way before applying for this permit, which seems to be very hush-hush. And I, I don't understand why. And so I do get dubious and kind of a bit suspicious on why wouldn't you just, why wouldn't you just be open about it? You could have done something to actually make the public really excited about what you were about to bring. And instead you're trying to do it in some kind of weird secretive way, which raises questions. But the main question that it raises for us is where are you going to get your water from? Right. Because... It's just not here. We just don't have it. So anyway, guys, here we go again. Um, Another Friday night podcast. And um, we will get back to you very soon. Have a good night. So if you um, like what you've listened to so far and you want to know more about us, please make sure you follow us. You can follow all our press releases at uh, on Facebook at uh, Water Warriors Against the Laurel public page. Or you can email us at wearewaterwarriors at gmail.com. Wearewaterwarriors is all one word at gmail.com. And now I'll have Crystal say it with an American accent so you guys actually understand what I just said. <laughs> so on Facebook, we are Water Water Warriors against Del Oro public page. And if you'd like to email us, it's wearewaterwarriors at gmail.com.